0: Welcome back for another week. Welcome back to the uh, special Valentine's Day slash Black History Month slash another time for the Slacking Majestically show. I am Adrian, and this is Ashley Majestic. Welcome back, Ashley.
1: What's up?
0: Oh, nothing much. It's been a very entertaining two weeks of our lives.
1: Oh, for sure. It's uh, you know, I'm I'm starting to think you know, tequila is truly the answer to everything. And I even told my bosses, I said, if you smell a little bit of alcohol in my breath in the mornings from now one, don't question it. Just let it ride.
0: Yeah, I'm not a drinker, but uh, these past two weeks have uh, really is. made me rethink a whole lot of things. And uh, you know, I'm actually share that with you one of these days.
1: Like I said, you need to just do at least a shot where you still owe me for my birthday that you skipped out on and bailed and flaked. Um, what, what are the other words? I mean, there's so many other words I can call you right now. Ghosted. You yeah, ghosted. Uh, hmm. Can't really think of much. But there, it'll come to me. But anyway, you know, you ghosted on my birthday and you have a drink. To where now, when you finally drink with me, it will be a drink and a shot.
0: But at least I got you the shot glass, though. I got you the almighty shot glass that you used nope. on my behalf. Yep. Nope. So I, I do appreciate that.
1: I have decided.
0: Oh yeah, and and how you say it is it is a law. Ashley's word is the law. Yep,
1: Ashley's word is law, especially in my
0: house. Uh, yeah. Oh yes, see Ashley and Majestic Studios. Mm-hmm. Before we get started, we do the usual shtick. You know, thank you to com for hosting this show. You can always find us under uh, Walker AC76, the O Podcast Experience. And the Slacky Majestically show. You can always look us up on YouTube. You can find the origins of Henry the Foxy animation. Look under Walker AC76. Also, you can give a special shout out, a special word, a special how do you do to uh, a Majestic Nerd Lady under Instagram. Also, be nice, be fair. No, kind you don't words have to are be always nice. welcome.
1: No, fuck it, bring it.
0: She said it, I didn't. So, it's an interesting couple of weeks, so we're going to jump right into it. I will hand the reins over to Ashley because she's going to uh, talk about a couple of things, and Ashley's going to um, tell me about her day.
1: Ashley, the you dick. Um, <laughs> I'm on my, I'm on my, like I'm a little distracted because I'm on my phone because I was trying to look for something I found earlier today. I was with, like a, a couple crazy trending stories. Uh, from, like, small towns and stuff like that. So, they're not trending, I'm sorry, but, like, just crazy things. And I I found the article, because I was, you know, doing some research to things to add to the podcast, and I found it when today I work, and I accidentally closed the browser, and I know, yes, you can go back through your history and stuff, but when it takes me back through the history, it's just basically a fucking maze, and I just gave up, and I've been trying to find it. So, uh, so I'm distracted, and you dick, um... So, my day's been eventful. Um, I had to go... I went to work, of course, which is, you know, the most exciting thing in the world. And I had to leave work after being there for an hour and a half, had to come home. Uh, just, there's some family issues going on for me right now. Uh, my fa- con- Concerning my father, his health, and, you know, without going into details, my father is uh, currently living with me on hospice care. Uh, please do not send thoughts and prayers my way. I don't want them. And... You know, I get that you're trying to be nice, but it's just, you know, it's not something I want to hear. And I am doing okay. But I was here for a few hours to, you know, take care of some things and, and have a meeting with the people that are providing the care for my father. And then I went back to work and one of our clients brought in not a box of donuts, four boxes of donuts. And granted, it is only... Five people working at my branch. One in the sixth person's on vacation and they gave us four boxes of donuts. I'm just like, did it come with insulin shots?
0: That's dangerous. That
1: I mean, that shit looks good. I actually got myself a couple donuts and I had to stop and I told my coworkers, take this to the back kitchen where our break room is because I'm under a lot of stress. And because there is no tequila present, I will go and binge. I will eat all four boxes of donuts. In like less than ten minutes if no one takes these boxes away.
0: Now which is really odd because I've been craving donuts today.
1: And not apple fritters?
0: No, no, I actually got off of those. Just got on back on regular donuts now, weaning myself off this whole sugar thing.
1: So now I need to buy more apple fritters and just eat them casually when next podcast you're going. Pull it out of a bag, start eating it. You're gonna look at it, and I'm gonna eat it again, and then there's gonna be one last bite. And I will look at you, and I will give it to my dog.
0: And I will suddenly flick you off. Thank you. Because, you know, in a podcast, you can't see the hand gestures I give her when she does evil stuff like this. But this is what I...
1: They can feel it in the force.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So this is what I come to expect from you. Mm -hmm. Now, today, it's been quite a build-up. Because, you know, um, Ashley is going through her things. I'm going through mine. And today, I'm going to put myself in the hot seat a little bit. You know, because, you know, Ashley can ask me a couple of questions here and there. About what's been going on with me. So okay, fine. Let's jump right into it. But you know, of air course, air out the
1: dirty laundry.
0: No, oh, always, always. Now I have to say, now the purpose of this is not to talk trash, you know, about people or places or companies, you know, because see, you, you hear her back there. Because once again, you yeah. know, this company was nice enough to give me an opportunity, you know, to you know, to make money and you know, to advance, you know, in that particular job itself. But just like any other jobs, you go through issues and you go through a little bit of nepotism, a little bit of favoritism and stuff like that. So, this is where I tell my story. So, snuggle up, kids. Stand up by the campfire. You know, Mr. Adrian is going to tell you a little little story. Any questions you want to ask me before I start ranting and rambling to make sure I actually stay on track?
1: No, um, I've been waiting for this because, you know, this dick has been withholding information. He tells me. Basically, just, you know, the subject line of what's going on, and but does not reveal anything else. He's like, oh, it's going to wait till the show. Are, are you kidding me? So, it's it's basically getting um, a letter in the mail, and, you know, there's spam and everything. Well, let's pretend it's not spam, but it's a letter in the mail. And it says, inside is a million-dollar check, and it is yours. It is yours. But you can't open it. Until next week. So, dick move, but no, I eagerly wait for this and let it rip, good sir.
0: Well, trust me, it's not gonna be too exciting, but I'll I'll try to spruce up as best as I can. Okay, this is a little bit of real life, folks, and once again, you know, uh, you know, consequences be damned. Uh, I work worked currently working for a particular company. And that company's given me opportunities here and there, so I definitely thanked them for that. And once again, this is not bash the company. This is not bash the people. These are just you know certain feelings I have you know towards it. So I'll go back to the very beginning. And once again, this isn't a really evil thing. But in the very beginning, I started what five years ago, and I uh, worked under a certain manager, and they provided all the tools of the trade I need, and actually really enjoyed what I did. You know, of course, just like any job you go into, you have goals, and you want to. You know become manager or district manager or corporate and i believe in anything you do you do well because you have to go as high as you can because what's what's the point of being there
2: yeah
0: you know so i feel you know that I busted my hump and a whole lot of people you know, may may agree may disagree but i feel like i busted my hump for the whole five years that i've been there i've been through my ups and downs and i've seen people get promoted ahead of me and people will get more attention than me and various things like that and i can easily you know have all these assumptions and and stuff like that but i have seen certain instances where favoritism has come into play and i'll give you a good example before we get to the current thing that's been bugging me we had a young lady who got hired and i think within about 3 months she was general manager already and this was my 4 year 4 years in and everyone and their grandmother knew I wanted to become a store manager.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, in that three months, I don't know what have happened. In those three months, I don't know how she got to that position in three months.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, because okay, folks, in certain parts of this, I'm going to be nice. Certain parts, I'm not going to be so nice.
1: We're not. We're not here for the sweets. We're here for the sour. Let's go.
0: Oh, good Lord, he so can put all the heat on me. Okay, fine. You know, I had uh, one, one customer approach me and. You know, they're like, Oh, who's that new person? I'm like, Oh well, it's a new star manager. And they looked at me and they looked at her and looked at me and they said and I quote, Wow, whose uh ass is she kiss to get that part?
1: That's how it usually happens a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course, you know, favoritism at at the workplace. Mm-hmm. is just a common thing and I shrugged it off and mm-hmm. Because I kept on believing hard work pays off, Mm -hmm. you know, hard work pays off because, you know, I did start from the very bottom of being an associate and worked my way to become an entry level manager to becoming Mm -hmm. a higher up second in command kind of manager. So, you know, I I busted my butt a lot. I wasn't the greatest. I wasn't perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, I did have my little moments, my little ups and down moments, you know, because I'm human Mm -hmm. and I'm going to screw up here and there. Okay, it's a podcast. I'm going to fuck up here and there. Yeah. And I fucked up quite a bit, just like a lot of people have, Mm -hmm. you know, but as far as moving on, learning from your mistakes and just keep on going, and I felt that I've done that my whole five years there. Mm -hmm. I've been looked over. I've been passed up. I've been lied to. You know, I've been just, you know, worked like a dog, just like everyone else has. Mm -hmm. But once again, this isn't about everybody else. This is about Mm -hmm. me and my struggles I had to go through with with said company. Mm -hmm. I'm going to skip over a whole lot of things because once again, this isn't bury the company. Uh, but I have seen a whole lot of things in my time, you know, in in those five years in one particular store. I've seen, um, what, eight different store managers mm-hmm. come and go? Oh, yeah. And by all means, feel free to add on to this as well.
1: Oh, well, that's how Adriana and I originally met, is we used to work at this company together. Yeah. And uh, I used to probably... You know, he probably grew an extra gray hair while he would drive to work, knowing that I was there. And, you know, I would give him grief over doing his job. And But the thing is, is that what he didn't really appreciate was that I was testing his endurance. I was preparing him for what he has to face today. You know i was doing him a favor and he did just did not appreciate what i did for him
0: as she's smiling knowing she tortured me half to death you know the times i did work with her
1: being helpful the same thing
0: oh okay yeah it all all kind of blends in all together
1: yeah Yeah, and
0: of course you know the managers you know that have come and gone you know with that particular company has their own uh teaching strategy And, you know, some store managers had more rougher teaching, you know, teaching uh, opportunities than others. And a couple in particular I didn't get along with because I felt that, you know, in a grand scheme of things, once you boil it down, you work in a customer service thing. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You know, I'm not going to once again go too deeply into that route. But, you know, you don't leave a job because of the job itself. You leave because of the people. Or the people or the persons you work for. And I've noticed that in said company, a lot of people have left because of the people they work for. Mm -hmm. And that's not healthy. And I know a a few people have gone up to food chain to say, hey, this is what's going on. And it needs to change. You know, one person in particular who I spoke to quite a bit a couple of years back... He went into very great detail about how the company needs to change and what they're doing isn't working. The system is broken. You know, this is what we're doing for for such a simple job that we do. It should not be this difficult. You know, you shouldn't have to go through all this mess. You know, you know, like you know, like to get a to get a good result. It's not worth it. And I've read the notes. I've seen the people that you know he interacted with, and the end result for him, he's not with the company anymore.
1: And I pretty much know who you're talking about. And, yes. you know, and I, and it just, that upsets me too. Because this is someone that has worked, that had worked with the company for quite a while. And, you know, and he was passionate. He did see it. And it, there's a lot of things that he pointed out that everyone agreed with. But, it, it, unfortunately, it's like kind of water on the bridge because it happened and that's what they did. And it, that's, I mean, that's why I, I mean... I left because of other problems, but that was a reason that I was just getting over it and done, too. Like said, podcasts where this person that you want to do your own interview with is simply that was a big thing for me was this person was very much not ready for the to go to the training store to go to, for into management. And, you know, we try to prep this person, but this person kept saying, well, when are you going to do that? When are you going to do it? Just wasn't ready. I mean, this person had a good amount of knowledge. You know, I'm not gonna say that this that person was just like, oh, you had no f an idea how, what you're doing. Maybe in my anger, I probably said that, but no. In hindsight, looking out, no. But wasn't ready and didn't want in you don't want to send someone into a position where they're in over their head. Cool. And this person goes to said training store and not even I think what was it, the second or third day they're there because the decision's not supposed to be made until. It's completely finished, but because they were short staffed on managers, they're like, okay, well, you're gonna be that person, and they're not. You're not even training long enough for them to make an accurate description. And on top of that, you're sent to a store that's nowhere near busy as the store that they're sending you to. And this person was, you know, she, she did get overwhelmed, and it was kind of hard. And I didn't make it any easier too because I you know, I ran shifts all the time. I didn't want the management position because they wouldn't work with me on their schedule. Where I was willing to work six days a week, any shift, I just needed the Sunday. Right. But they would not work with me. So it was just always just kind of basically common knowledge is I was treated as a manager. I just didn't have the pay, payroll for it. And a lot of the people in the store looked to me as that. And so when this person would run shifts, you know, they kind of would go to me. I think this person was aware of that and, that was another added frustration. And I, again, I know I didn't make it any easier. And, you know, one hand, you know, you know, I'm you know, I'm sorry that that sucked to you. But at the same time, I'm not sorry because I knew what I was doing. And I just, you weren't ready for it. And then, of course, how this person ended up not being with the company anymore anyway. So a lot of things weren't done right. And that's, and I just hated that. Because, you know, where some people you didn't really care to work with were people I really did enjoy working with and it's just everyone has different experiences but then there always are the same problems and it's just it's really difficult and then especially where like where this was a discussion in, in the first podcast I was featured in before I, well long before I became a co-host was I felt super betrayal and hurt because I did put like everything I into the company. For a long time, even from when I used to work in the Orlando stores and did all the big jobs, mm-hmm. like doing grand openings, getting stores ready, and then just to go to another one and grand open it. And then just at the very end, when I could have used the support and understanding, I was left out to dry, and that was it, and that just sucks. But anyway, back to you.
0: Oh, and once again, I you're part of this too. But, you know, it's mainly with this particular company. company it's the uh, What Have You Done For Me Lately? kind of thing, and I'll definitely get to that more and more as I build up, um, is the problems I've seen with the company since 2013 when I first started, up until now, the problems are still the same, you know, still the, the basic short staffing, still the way you treat your team, to how you promote, to how you train, you know, to how it's no longer turn into a business uh, it's more of a personal who do you know how well you know them versus you know based upon their merits
1: as a worker it's kind of like high school yes it, it, you you find someone that's going to click with you and then there's people that you know won't click with you and those are the people that and those can like basically high school the hard workers that the nerds are you know with the you know how the cliches are you know they do all the work Those do they don't get the recognition don't get you know some things that they don't deserve until way in the end later down the road and maybe in a different position different job whatever. There's people that just become buddy buddies and they click and then they just get to move up and do all this. And you know it's not always the case for some people. There are people that they move up quickly because yes they honestly did deserve it. But at the same time, it happens too. Like where it's the favoritism is this, and so sometimes it is the hard work actually pays off, and sometimes it's the favoritism every store every company is different so it's not like we're saying oh you know the hard-working person never gets what they deserve and it's not like we're trying to put it off as that we're just speaking from our own experiences where yours is happening right now and mine had happened right to where i'm working a company now where i truly enjoy my job now where my job is located in the clientele oh man that small little town people it's uh it um it let me tell you, the, the share the whole entire population have a shared IQ of a five year old, and I'm so sorry for talking so badly about five year olds IQs because they don't deserve this, but I'm trying to be a little nicer by ho- pumping up the IQ to that level, and again, the an IQ of a five year old, but that's shared between all of the population of this town, and it's so gosh darn frustrating. But other than that, the team I work with. I honestly love. I it's just we have good times. We just work each other up. We we're complete assholes to each other, too, but in a fun way. Mm. And so far, from me it, it's a good company, and I get paid pretty well. And I and I enjoy it. And that's where my manager is pretty much afraid. Like they are building me up to where you know I'll move higher in the company and have better payrolls. And I mean, I get paid good now, but just different opportunities. But the thing is, what's holding me back? And my manager is like, but we you do this unless the position's open in this branch. Uh, they'll send you somewhere else and you're going to leave here. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want that either. So it's, it's, excuse me. It's, uh, so it, it's just, you have know, all this, you know, frustration and stuff. You, kn- you need to do what's going to be best for you. And that's where my, I have been telling you for like the longest time, get out. And, you know, and, but you, you have an offspring and you have responsibilities. So you have to follow the money and you have been giving this place opportunity and opportunity, and opportunity to you know what for you to show them what you can do because if they put you in the position you would be a rock star at it and especially I'll come in there and I'll be even more of a jackass and I like oh I knew him when he was just an associate and you know
0: and you still ask for free stuff so it, it's fine
1: I won't ask for it. I know I'll get the free stuff I will just go grab it have like peace and you will just let it happen and if you try any other way around you just you, but the thing is you know you just want it what happen and I would probably walk around your place of work and mm-hmm. pick out all the wrong things that's going on. And I will actually have a list for you, for you to improve on yourself. And if not, if that, these improvements don't happen, I know just on receipts are customer surveys.
0: Yeah, see, this is why she's my co-host. You know, you know to, to keep me in line, quote on your toes. That's
1: what Absolutely. I'm here for. Very helpful. It's not torture. It's helpful information.
0: Of course. Now, of course, I will address... You know, the obvious, because I'm looking at both sides of the coin. You know, I know some people say, oh, well, you know, you're just, you know, bitching and complaining and griping because you're not where you need to be. And I see that side of the coin, too. Mm -hmm. I really do. I see both sides of the coin. I thought long and hard about doing this show, but I'm being fair to both sides. Mm -hmm. You know, because, of course, you know, if you're not qualified for the position, you don't need to be part of it. You know, because yeah. you don't want to set yourself up for failure. You know, you don't need to be put into a position you're not ready for. But being with that particular company for as long as I have, you know, I live by the old phrase, I'm not looking for a guarantee. I'm looking for an opportunity. You know, I've been told multiple times, well, you know, you don't, you don't know A, B, and C, and D, E, F, G yet. I'm like, well, that's fine. Neither do you. Yeah. So this is how we reach out and we communicate with everyone. Communication is key to make a company grow, to make your team grow. And you know that's one thing I always that's always one thing I preach on. I can see if I was there for a year, I can see if I was there for six months, I can see if I was there for three months, and then automatically get promoted, which is kind of weird. But I'll reserve comment for that later.
1: It is very weird for you, and even I see it's like for you to be in the company for this long. And I mean, you did move up like to different positions already, but like for it, but you've been sitting in this one position for as this long, I mean, it is a good position, but you should have been higher. where, even for me, where someone was an associate and they went into the training to do, to be promoted, and then I would probably see them not even a full six months later, and then they come back as store manager or not. Well, they, they're, they like, co-manager, and then they're being promoted out as a store manager to somewhere else. And, you know, it's good for them, you know, appreciate sure, because they actually were doing good. But that's the thing, too, is that you do pretty good at your job, too, and that's just not happened and it's like it makes me really wonder, it's like, you know, what the hell are you doing wrong to not get yeah. it? You know, what the hell are they not like what are they seeing and why are they not seeing? And I'm pretty sure like on paper and on meetings they tell you like, oh, this, this and this and, you know, Bob Rossing it. But mm-hmm. you know, it's just like even for me it's just so confusing. And once again, I mean, you've put in a lot of work and time. It's just for me, honestly, it's just you need to go to some place that would appreciate you know your hard work and dedication and your skills a whole lot more which is why i've actually tried begin to get you to where i'm at granted there's no positions at my branch but there are positions open in other branches and it's you know because it is a good company to work for and you can move up you, granted you won't move up fast you know because it takes a while to get skills and all the stuff to do and but that's good though is because Where I work in banking, you don't want someone to move up fast when they're handling, you know, your your money, basically your life. And but and that's what that's what I like is it gives you time to learn what role you're starting in and gives you time to to get comfortable, to know the role and then learn and then take the step forward when you are ready. And they know that you are ready instead of being there for like, oh, for like a month to three months. Well you're doing pretty good at your job but you don't understand everything but hey let's put you in a new position anyway so it's not like I'm not gonna be like man I've been in this company for a year now and I'm not gonna be promoted any time- like I'm not gonna be promoted yet probably until maybe that maybe later this year or even next year depending on my my pace mm. but it's not something I'm upset about either because I that's what I want I don't want to be slingshot into something higher and I make one mistake and I lose it all
0: exactly yeah you know. I, I fully agree with you saying. I totally, hundred percent agree with your saying, you are know? saying. You know, this is why, while we're talking, I'm making sure I'm looking at both sides of the coin once again. You're gonna hear me say that quite a bit because I want people to understand who listens to this. It's not just me, just you know, yelling and pointing a finger, because it, it goes both ways. If I wasn't ready, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Yep. And if I wasn't ready, they would say, oh, you've been doing this for five years. We don't see you as such." Mm-hmm. Maybe it's time for you to go find something else.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I haven't gotten that yet.
1: They keep dancing around the bush.
0: Exactly, you know. And of course when you feed someone excuse after excuse after excuse, and you look at Joe Schmo, three months in, who gets put right above you, you know, you have kind of you kinda of have to wonder, you know, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Is it me? And and yes, you know, I'm just like every man. I look in the mirror, I have that conversation, I'm like, Is it me? What am I doing? I'm looking at my opportunities, I'm looking at my weaknesses versus Looking at my strengths, and I work on the little bitty things I think I need to improve on. So when I go back, and I go back, and I go back, and I go back, and I see what's working. I see what isn't working. I try to improve on that. Because once again, I have obligations, I have responsibilities, and I have to make sure that my little one is taken care of. And my future is padded, and I'm comfortable. But we'll get into that Especially,
1: you know, like there's probability that you might be a grandfather, Anytime. I don't want to think about that. Anytime. Don't want to think about that. You know something? I'm sorry to go off a little bit off the topic. Oh, here we um, go. So, near where you, the area that you live in, like that's off of the main road. Mm-hmm. There's a high school there. Is that where your son goes to? Mm-hmm. My coworker son, he he's from San Francisco, and uh, his he just moved here. He just had his son come moving with him back around Christmas time. And his son goes to that school. I but he's I think he's younger, he's like fourteen or something, like fourteen mm-hmm. or fifteen. So maybe we're about right about the age. You're, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I don't want to say sophomore, but below that,
1: maybe. So I don't know. Like maybe your son and him have crossed paths, or not. So, I don't know. I think it would be interesting if he has. But um, I not I'm trying not to. Gosh, I'm such an adult. I was gonna say he, this this kid that was my court, He needs a fucking friend, man. Like he he's gone through so much shit in the last year and. And then he got busted skipping school eight days in a row. And hmm. uh my my coworker, he's 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 a real treat. I mean he's think of like those geeky guys that you would see in a nineties movie. Mm-hmm. It's always kind of like dressed up in those suits and stuff. It's just kind of like just the average like nineties guy. You just feel like every time he moves you just hear music playing, like a theme song and <laughs> you know, like he should be on full full house or something. It's and it's and I, I adore him. He's he he's wonderful, but and I just think... so I was thinking in my head about that. I was like, oh my gosh, maybe they're friends. And then uh, I don't I don't know where I would go with this, but it's just I need to tell him. I was like, hey, I got connections, but your kid's got like not to like try to arrange a friendship or anything like that. But it's like as in think of like a ransom note. As in you know, someone has to give me some money or else I can arrange for someone else to just happen to disappear. Because I know that somebody knows it, and they can be an accomplice. Direct
0: all your hate mail to slackingmajestically01@yahoo.com. The yavu.com. black market
1: pays well nowadays for body parts.
0: Not that we've checked.
1: Oh, I have. <laughs> I've legitimately checked just out of pure curiosity, and the fact is that I have quite a number of nieces and nephews. You know, one or two. You know, happens to move. You know, a finger or no, I think it was a finger or a hand goes for like twenty-five grand. Yeah.
0: Now, for those of you, <laughs> one of these days we will do a live show and you will see my facial expressions because, actually, I kind of thought about that. Huh. I digress. Now, back to the topic at hand because that just took a really, really weird Listen, turn. I'm trying
1: to help our listeners because if they're in a tough situation and they have more than one kid, just do it for the team. They, they'll, they'll understand. They'll get paid. You can get a cool prosthetic. Who knows? This time this time you can get, like, an Iron Man-type hand or something and you will be cool. And all that. Oh gosh, man! I need to have children.
0: The views of Ashley and Adrian majestic did not reflect the views of the slacking majestically show oh, its uh, producers does. or writers. Anyhow, back to back to what we were saying. I'm breaking into continuity there. Um, I will spare everyone the details of once again over uh, the years of my trials and tribulations with the company.
1: You're blue balling our listeners. Oh,
0: um, hey, this is just how we roll because I have to keep you know, making them come back.
1: Yeah. Such
0: a tease. I, I know. This is how we roll. Nah. But again, to the meat and potatoes of it, Uh, two weeks ago, everything came to a head after five years. Mm -hmm. Um, An opportunity arose to where I went to another location Mm -hmm. to learn learn the tricks of the trade. And I worked under said manager because, once again, we don't do names. It's not about bashing or anything. I worked under a certain manager who had uh, not-so-pleasant communication skills. And, of course, me going in... And having to learn a certain period of time to get in that position, I needed the help. I needed the guidance, and it wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And after reaching out and talking to that manager about the guidance and the communication, everything I needed, it fell on deaf ears. Not once, not twice, not three times. It just wasn't there. Mm -hmm. So I went to my higher-ups, voiced my opinion, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and once again looked for results. Results were not there couple of personal things happened to where I was told, you know, that take ownership of your store. You know, let me see what you can do. Mm-hmm. So I took ownership. I settled a few issues with the store. Mm-hmm. I handled a few employee issues, even some of my own, because a few personal things came up. I took care of it. I reported back to my higher-up and it fell on deaf ears. And instead of a praise, I got slandered for handling a situation. I got reprimanded for handling a situation and so as time went on you know the frustration built for the first time in five years i got frustrated which never happened anyone who knows me knows i'm a happy-go-lucky person nothing bothers me i've been through enough in life to where there's no point in getting angry Uh because it won't do any good but finally one faithful day i made the conscious decision that i'm done Uh i went home and I decided, after another personal setback, that I'm not going back. I actually called it quits. I stayed home. Mm-hmm. I, I took my ball and I went home.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And once again, I'll play devil's advocate. Instead of sticking, instead of sticking it out and being the professional, I took the easy way out. Yeah. You know. So well, at this
1: point, I mean, you kind of. I don't think anyone would blame me, and I, I certainly would. I, honestly, the only thing I'm, I'm actually surprised. Well. For me, I would, but for you, I can understand you didn't do it. It's like you walking, like going in to this place and, you know, middle fingers all around and, you know, as a bunch of swear words that would make us the cry.
2: Mm-hmm. I would be so proud
1: of you. But anyway, so I wouldn't say you took the easy way, way out. You took, like, it was just, you're the, and it just, you were like without a paddle at this point. It's just, you need, you, so I don't see it as an easy way out. Mm-hmm. You just, it, it just happened. And I mean, what to spend to turn in like a notice just for someone to try to kiss your ass or do this and this and this and just for the in the two weeks you change your mind and then oh well it goes back to square one you yeah. know like do this and they so like oh well shit you know it kind of will might make, make someone wake up or it either helps people wake up and try again right. or if they just don't care and walk the other way then clearly. You can move you don't you know you don't need something like that. You need to go up to something better. That same thing for relationships too can be applied. So just think of it like that. Think of it as this job and jobs in general as relationships. You know you don't need that hope. That hope, <laughs> that hope needs you. Continue, please.
0: And once again, see see we're like both sides of the coin here. Mm-hmm. But once again, I'm I'm being very diplomatic, and I'm I'm, I'm trying not to you know to, to be that one person that says you know it's all their fault. It's all their fault. I'm trying to look at. Every single side of it. Yeah. You know, because once again, you know, I could have went back and I could have had that communication Mm -hmm. saying, hey, I'm frustrated. This is why I'm frustrated. And so on, Mm -hmm. so on, so. But I felt at that moment in time, I did everything I possibly could Mm -hmm. other than didn't write a note and yell and scream. But instead, you know, I just went home and I made that rash decision, whether it was for good or bad. Yeah. I stayed home. Mm -hmm. That following morning, you know, I woke up. And I sat there and I watched my phone go off nine times. I watched text messages pour in. I watched phone calls come and go throughout the day. And at that time, I was more just hurt and confused, and you know, I don't know what was going on as far as what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know, because I knew in the grand scheme of things, you know, I'm just a spoke on the wheel.
1: Yeah. You know, the
0: machine's going to keep going whether I'm there or not. Mm-hmm. And eventually, they're going to go. Okay, well, he's gone. Oh, well, you know, we just we move on and put somebody yeah. else in a spot. And I knew that, you know, mm-hmm. and I knew I wasn't going to have any major outpour of concern,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know. And then I was rather shocked that a couple of times throughout, what, two, two and a half days, I got a couple of text messages mm-hmm. from people saying, hey, are you okay? You know, this isn't like you, and please call me back. Or, because, mm-hmm. you know, I do not want to reach out to anybody. You know, I didn't want to be that guy that, said oh i i walked out this is why i walked out hear me listen to me why feel sorry for me stuff like that i just let it be you know and i took other avenues and you know a couple of avenues panned out and some are pending stuff like that and once again i'm not going to get into great detail because that's not what it's about um that friday i called my one of my higher ups uh, about a pay concern which wasn't nobody's fault it was a banking issue as far as um, the pay goes
2: mm-hmm.
0: and we spoke for a few minutes and he asked me a very interesting question you know he's like well what happened i explained what happened and rightfully so you know he explained to me you know the do's and don'ts of the business
2: mm-hmm. you know and i
0: agreed i didn't fight i didn't argue i agree with everything he said i understood the consequences of my actions i thanked him for the opportunity and before i can close out the conversation he's like "Well, what do you want to do you know and i like excuse me he's like well what do you want to do I'm like, what do you mean? You know, I was done. I left, you know, I did all the wrong things and I knew what I was doing, Yeah. you know, so I figured, you know, it's time to move on and let, let you go your way. I go my way, you know, take care of seeing the funny papers kind of thing. And he actually asked me what I want to do and I told him, I don't know. So he was nice enough to say, okay, well fine, we're going to move you here and you start tomorrow you know we will do the corrective actions of course you can be penalized yeah you know but we're going to ship you here so you can do a b c and d yeah you know he didn't have to do that of course you know so i'm like okay
1: I so relic- that's to, to, i'm i sorry Dan, that's some token appreciation that that's something like where because honestly he could be like bye felicia and you know that's it mm-hmm. so that's that that has that's showing something there
0: absolutely you know, So I hung up the phone with him and actually sat down and thought about it for a while because I don't know if I wanted to do this or not. Because, yeah. once again, I left for a reason.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I left for a reason. So I, I had that little inner struggle within me because I know why I left. So if I go back and this continues, then what was the point of leaving in the first place? You know, What, what am I learning from leaving and, and going back? Yeah. So I sucked it up and I went and I worked for a couple of days then I have my interaction with my new higher up. And once again, people, you can't see the live version of me smiling and her smiling too because she knows who I'm talking Wait,
1: before, about. Before we, because remember how I told you to relay a message? Did you relay the message? You didn't.
0: No, I did not relay the message because it was a spur of the moment ah, thing.
1: My and God, you're next. Whenever you have like another animal ever again, that that animal is a hoe. I would say your mom's a hoe, but I, I don't
0: know. Nah. So so what I'm gonna do is while I'm continuing to talk, because you know my co-host would like to know who this person is. So what I'm gonna do, as I continue talking, I'm gonna pick up my phone and I'm gonna send her a message mm-hmm. about who this person is. Now, by her reaction or lack thereof, you know, you'll definitely you definitely see who the person that I'm now working for is. So I just now sent this message, so hopefully she'll pick it up. So let me continue as I go along here. So two days have passed you know with
1: I know you already told me who this person is that's why I told you to relay a message for me and you didn't and that's why whatever animal you ever own again is a hoe
0: I'll get to that just just take this ride with me so I worked there for a couple days got acclimated to the store very very easily Mm -hmm. because I've done it before and then the third day I had a brief interaction you know with my new new, uh, higher up it was a very brief, but it was known that a conversation will be had you know, due to my actions. And the fourth day, I believe, yeah, I believe the fourth day, I could be mistaken, we had a conversation, and you know, that person asked me what happened, and I explained everything that happened. I explained that I had a conversation with the higher ups. It was well under the bridge, it was a new start, a new day, and we'll just go from there. But of course, any advancement within the company had to wait for a while. And it was apparent, it was obvious, I agreed, I knew coming in that that was going to be my quote unquote punishment, and that's fine. Now, in saying that, my new higher up that I'm now working for literally uh, lectured me for about a good 15 to 20 minutes about the do's and don'ts of the company, which I've had that lecture already, and, and I tried to input my opinion and that went over like a fart in church because I was instantly power-talked over. And you can you know what I mean by that. I was interrupted in every single thing. And I haven't worked in that said place for about three years. Mm-hmm. I haven't worked for that particular person in over three years. I feel
1: like since I left, you haven't worked there.
0: No, you, you're, you're correct. You're correct. And that person had a uh, preconceived notion of me already. Mm-hmm. And... You know, that person carried that with them to judge me already. And any f- time I went to talk, I was immediately cut off. And already I knew that it was time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I knew it was a big mistake coming back. Mm-hmm. It was a humongous mistake coming back. And I believe, what, I've been here for four days now. Every single day, I have fought not to walk out. I have literally fought not to walk out. Yeah. You know, because I knew that it was not one under the bridge. Yeah. It was not a new start. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, the you know the little albatross that I, that I carried from point A is now at point B now. Yeah. And that is going to be held over my head until they see fit to let it go.
1: So my question is to you is, do you still have the goal in mind? I mean, I get that where you're like, what's the point in all this, but if... Like, would you still want to move up? Like, because I know this song and dance routine in this person that you're with, I worked with her and, you know, and of course I had a much different relationship with this person than you did or you are, did and are, whatever. And it's, and this person can be very difficult and I've seen how this person is with certain people too. And it's basically kind of like a song and dance kind of thing. You got to at least follow the steps and as a not ass kissing and Things like that is, you know, because you've known this person probably just as long as I have, you know, and, uh, it's just, how do I, how do I really go about it? It's, you, you know how this person is and what they take notice in where they see a change and not like that. So it's just kind of, and it's completely down to you. Like is like kind of by your tongue and you and do what you've always been doing, but kind of like. Try it with, like, a different attitude and kind of be, like, you know, the whole, like, saying and doing what they want to hear and see, but at the same time while still doing a good job. As an you know, don't do the ass-kissing and ignoring things, you know, like, it's your judgment call. But that's kind of like, like when, like, you go see a therapist or something like that and you just want the, you know, or you're getting... Uh, lectured by a grandparent or something, you just want to say and do what they want to hear and just, what follow. So, and I'm pretty sure this is what you've done plenty of times. You know, I'm you know I'm not stupid, but attempt to try that and maybe with a different answer. and I don't know like uh, maybe try a different angle per se. You know, like try try to think from a different angle what you can try different. You yeah, know, it's still you, but something may be different. Once again, no ass kissing or anything. I don't want you to stoop that level. And I would beat your ass if you did. And so, I mean, attempt that, but by all means, you feel like it's done. You're done. F this, f that. I also support you, and and I do not blame you in that way because your work, like your work relationship with this person and mine, were were basically polar opposites. I don't understand why because. Again, I was accused of favoritism, but the thing is is that, and you are my backup in case any old coworkers listen to us, is I did do my job and I worked hard and I was fair with anyone that worked with me when I, especially when it was my shifts, Mm -hmm. like, so it's not like I sat in the back of my phone all the time of anything. I never even took breaks, hardly. You know, it's not like I gave all the hard jobs to people. I rotate everything every day to everyone, so everyone did just as much work as the next person. And... You know, and because I did the hard work, this person wanted me on their shift because you know, yeah, I I did do a brunt of the you know stress off of this person, and so that's one thing that did frustrate me, is like being accused of favoritism, and I can see from one one point of view, someone will probably see it as that the thing that frustrated me, because like I did do the damn job and plus more, and you are my backup. But um, sorry to stray back to me about that. It's so, and I'm pretty sure you've done gone every avenue, every angle. You know, you've, you've tried going on the back roads instead of major highways on the GPS when it comes to, you know, this company. And just my only suggestion, because once again, you just completely up and leave. I don't blame you. I do support you. You are my friend. You know, you want to be, become a serial killer? Hell yeah, I'm going to support you on that too. Hell, I might even join you. But, Sweet. But at the same time, is just kind of like you, you decide to go back. But since you've gone back, your attitude's been kind of like the same thing. Since you quit, It's kind of f this, you know? Uh, no, I,
0: I I have to correct you on that a little bit. I mean, it's okay. not it's not really f this because if my attitude was the same as f it, then I wouldn't have gone
1: back. True. You know, but uh, it's still kind of there, like like you know that kind of that doubtfulness. Yeah, is still kind of there. It's, just, it's
0: more of a hesitation, but considering the yeah. fact that I was given another shot,
1: yeah,
0: I'm not gonna. You know, like, you know, I'm not going to squander it.
1: True. I'm
0: not going to squander it. But my, my whole point is not to, you know, not to interrupt. My whole point is, is that, you know, when I was giving me, when I was giving the opportunity another chance, you know, I don't need the past, you know, being thrown at me.
2: Yeah.
0: Like it was thrown at me. Mm-hmm. And now I have to, and and I quote, I have to prove myself again. Yeah. You know, and to me, that was a big kick in the butt, you know, considering where I've been and what I've done now. Mm-hmm. And now seemingly I have to start off, you know, you know, back at ground zero, but once again playing devil's advocate, I can look at both sides of the coin.
1: Yeah, see and that's what I'm doing here too, and gosh damn, I have I matured? because honestly I would be like, no, fuck them, fuck this is so how we were talking about what was the easy way and that, easy way out. Mm-hmm. One hand, yeah, it is true. It's the easy way on the other hand, you know, given your situation, your side, it w- wasn't really. So like if you had done your the uh, notice or something like that, and maybe if it did get their attention, they maybe this probably would have been done a step differently. Who mm-hmm. knows? We don't know because it didn't happen that way, and you know maybe nothing would have gotten done anyway. But the way this is, it kind of gives them that excuse to be like this. But at the same time, that's kind of like their jobs too, is that they just can't like. While well, some people like will give like just a free chance and so and so. You can kind of see why they're doing it and it gives them the opportunity, that little power sense control and all that. So to finish up what I was talking about a minute ago is, you know, since you're giving this another shot is to try a different avenue and angle. Once again, I mean, even if you need advice, I mean, again, you've, you've been, you've known this person as long, but I mean, I worked with this person in detail and I know how this person kind of thinks, you need suggestions, you need advice, you this how this person is doing something with you. And I know we can't discuss more in detail on podcasts. Mm-hmm. Is I do very much encourage you to do that with me because if anyone can be a guide to this person, I can be your guide. Right. And, um, so you, you're, you're giving this place one more chance. You gave this place one more chance because you go back is, so I'm not trying to sound like the more thing is because I know you do already is, just put your head forward and do the effort if you have to prove yourself again. Well, hell, you know how to do it. You've been doing it, so you will do it. And you'll tell them to kiss your ass if by so long, because you, know, you know in a few weeks or maybe even hell in a few months, I don't think they're going to really turn their heads, really, given the past. Uh, but after so much time has passed, and it's just like, yeah, fuck it. You take the shit, take the damn easy way out again this time. Don't even worry about it, you know, and, but again, if there's opportunities that present themselves and you feel like, take that leap of faith and because you see that it might be a better opportunity for you anyway, then go for it too.
0: Of course, you know, it's something that I have thrown about the past two weeks and this is why, you know, I've been doing a whole lot of, you know, deep thinking, deep soul searching because once again, you know, a job is a job, but that's not who I am.
1: You, you can't know? do soul searching unless you listen to Brian Adams. Sorry. You don't know who Brian Adams is? I
0: know who Brian Adams is. That's why I made a face.
1: Don't don't make a face. It's Brian Adams. If you kind of think about a lot of soul searching, you're kind of listening to either Brian Adams or something that sounds like Brian Adams. Like, you have to... Like, kind of walk someplace only with the wind and like a garbage bag floating in the air, and you just kind of like look off into the distance. Like, you gotta be dramatic and you gotta have a theme song playing.
0: I listen to listen, I rather listen to Mazzy Star. Mazzy Star, she's a whole lot, whole much better. Once again, you will know who Mazzy Star is. You're you millennial, you should look it up and you'll figure I like it you out. Like, kiss my ass. Uh huh. See, it's this great thing about the podcast show we have serious moments and we have our goofiest fuck moments. But once again, looking. At their side and my side is two totally different things, and I agree with their side. I wholeheartedly, as you look at Massey Star, um, I okay. <laughs> I agree with their side. It's not just fuck them. I agree. With, I agree with everything they've done, but I agree with everything I do too. So I have a decision to make because I do have other venues out there, you know, that want me, and I have to make the decision. Whether to be loyal to the people I've been with for five years, or to chalk it up as an experience and go, it's about time to apply my trade elsewhere. As you look at Mazzy Star, do you find something yet?
1: Oh, no, actually, uh, I was looking at the, some of the hit songs, and this hit, I, I just don't recognize the name, but I do know the songs. So, once again, suck my huge, invisible dick uh-huh. But another thing that's funny is some of these hit songs that I know full—I know I know these songs—is they were also they were also hit songs the year I was born.
0: Yeah, ninety-two. Suck on that, buddy.
1: Actually,
0: 90,
1: <laughs> actually 90, no, ninety-four. Ninety-four.
0: Seth my like ninety-three. Oh, in, in the middle. Okay, in the middle.
1: That's only, how I like it. No.
0: <laughs> it's only a hand job, thank you. But uh, so yes, that's my story. The people who have asked me and whatnot, everything you've heard isn't true. I'm telling you just how everything happened. The past two weeks have been very, very entertaining in my life, coupled with you know, my ongoing issues with depression and anxiety, coupled with that. It, everything came to a head. And yeah, I'm still with said company. I still have decisions to make. I still have different avenues and venues that want my attention too. Because I know that I'm talented enough to succeed if I still choose to take this path. Or if I choose to go somewhere else, I know I'm going to succeed either way.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it's just that I'm hoping with said company that they look at this, that they really look at this, and they think that, hey, you know, you know, maybe we need to, you know, look at things differently. We need to change things up because we're losing so many people. You know, we're losing so many people, you know, because of frustration because they're not happy, not because they don't want to do the job. Because job is easy. You
1: know what? Unfortunately, it's corporate don't, corporates don't look at it like that. They just look at, oh, these are people that just can't accept change. So let's bring in people that can do it.
0: Exactly. Numbers. Yeah. Linda. And
1: it's just, because the thing is like, when they bring people, it's not like they can't accept changes that like when they come in, that's what the rule that they're coming into is. Like, you know how I got pissed off for like, what the first two and a half years I went to the company, I got paid one set rate. And then people that are just started. They get the, this like pay raise happens and like, get gets corporate wide pay raise. But people that are just starting the company not even like two weeks prior they get that they get that pay they get that pay rate too and it really kind of frustrated me and then how they did the pay rate for a certain position and if you're part-time or full-time is that the pay would increase after so many months and i'm just like suck my dick because i was so pissed (laughs) off about that because and but people and i had to adjust when there's so many changes like system changes and all this stuff and policies and procedures and i had to twist, learn, and grow in it and accept it whether I liked it or not and a lot of things I was pissed off about but I did it and then people that come in of course that's what they're trained to do so it's not as frustrating so that's where I don't think they'll really pay attention I think if anyone really pays attention it might be like your higher ups higher up Mm -hmm. because they're and if they see more people like leaving but at the same time the same company as I'm well I'm very familiar with like they bring people in just as fast as people walk out
0: Absolutely. So that's
1: why they won't really pay too much attention
0: to it. Absolutely. And this is why I always say, I'm just a spoke on the wheel. You know, I can leave tomorrow and they'll put in somebody in my place. Exactly. You know, Yeah, the they'll, they'll forget out. you in a couple weeks. Absolutely. And that sucks. But, you know, but it's business. Like said me. You know, it's, it's just business. You know, and my whole thing is, on one hand, you know, I want to set the example of, you know, when you're committed to something, you do it, you stick with the job because it will pay off. And I look at the other side of the coin Or if you feel that you're not appreciated, go somewhere where you are. So I'm stuck right in the middle of that. Yeah. So I'm trying to decide, you know, which way I want to go with that. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why I kept my mouth shut, you know, and didn't say anything when I left. And a small aside, to all the people that reached out to me that I didn't respond to, I apologize. Now you know why I didn't respond. Because, you know, now now you hear my reasons. So... Nothing bad on the company, nothing bad on the people. It's just things need to change or I need to change or I need to find an avenue that will appreciate me as a worker or or I need to do something a little bit extra to get a different result and maybe another year, another two years, but I have to ask that question to myself. I have to look into that mirror and say, do, you, do I want to spend another year, yeah. another two years, or go somewhere where I can apply my trade and become something better yeah because I have to set the example
1: yeah and you know what that this conversation it's been very simple and very mature like which is oh it can be you but it's very much not like me I mean I can't have these conversations about I me mean, hello for this long Whew. and it's and it's basically a healthy conversation you're not really we're not really you know trash talking anything like we're able to we're entitled to our own opinions so if there's anyone that's listening to this that works in said company and wants to go and talk smack and say, oh, well, this person said so-and-so, and this, this, is this, and this, and this, let me just go ahead and address this as now for my coworker, because I know he will not say it, because whether he feels the same way or not, I know he wouldn't say it, but for me, I can and will say it, either if I still work for the company or not, you're petty as fuck for doing it. Because someone should be able to voice their frustration, especially when nothing has been said or hinted of what this person does or where or any name. So if you do anything that could potentially reflect badly on my co-host, it's you're petty as fuck. And this co-host, it will eventually come down the pipeline where we will know who squealed. And guess what? I would look good in orange.
0: She can rock the orange. I, I she, can't she, rock she can rock anything.
1: I'll wear a fucking tire <laughs> and still rock that shit.
0: We have to always go back to silliness. But that is a long and that's the short of it. Yeah. You know, I have a lot of decisions to make as so you know, as such as anybody, you know, who's having issues with what they do. And yeah. you, know, you have decisions to make, you have to find out what benefits you best. If you have to make that sacrifice to find something, quote unquote better, you know, that suits you then then go for it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, at first, I was afraid to walk away. I was terrified to walk away. You know, but at a point in time, I did because I had to mm-hmm. for my own sanity, for my own health. And yes, it's nobody's business of anything personal I'm going through. It's not their job's business because nope. it's not their it's not your job to care about what I'm going through. True, it isn't. I made that decision on my own, and I walked away, and I was expecting you know, the major head boss to look, you know, to stay over the phone, take care, have a nice life,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, but he went the other direction, which still gave me enough respect, you know, for him to say, okay, I'll give another shot, whether it be four weeks, <laughs> four months, four years, I'm gonna give another shot until either A, I get what I want through my hard work, because I worked hard for it, I don't deserve it, but I worked my damn ass off for it. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna happen. If it doesn't happen, then once again, it's not the end of the world. I have other opportunities out there. I'm qualified for a whole shit ton of things. But, you know, but it's just who I am, and I'm gonna continue to take that path.
1: And I will continue to try to get you to where I am. But actually, there's just not a lot. I don't think there's. I have to look and see what's open that's in our area. Yes. I would love for you to be at where I'm at. I mean, so I can torment you even further. No pressure. I, <laughs> Lord knows I torment my own coworkers. They love it. And, uh, especially my branch manager to where, Lovely. uh, the, like, sad situation. One of my coworkers and I are basically like a team because we're super nerds and we roast and we do all this stuff. And, um, we're the dynamic duo when it comes to torturing people. He does dad jokes and puns all fucking day long. And I'm just a, a dick. And so we're a branch manager, and he's really fun. And, you know, I I re- I think he's actually at this point my favorite manager to have ever worked with. Now, the person that we were discussing earlier is that number two. And, uh, but anyway, you know, one day when we started getting more people because we were severely short. So it was my dynamic partner, and then uh, this branch manager, it was just the three of us in this huge fucking branch for over three months before we finally got more people in. We were swamps. But we were, you know, we were the trio like Harry Potter and stuff like that. You know, we are a team. So for a while, it's still kind of like that. He doesn't come back and see us as much. I mean, he oh. walks back there. He talks to us. We joke around all this stuff. But sometimes, depending on how the day and what gets done, he doesn't come back as much. Excuse me. for a few days in a row, he didn't really come back as much as we're used to. So and every time he did come back, you know, we always like to, you know, bust his balls and shit. So in in a fun way, of course, and uh, slowly t- tearing his soul soul apart, which is my end game, of course. Of course. And uh, he comes back, and my coworker's like, "Why didn't you ever come back here as much as you used to?" He's like, "Because every time I come back here, you guys make fun of me." <laughs> and he doesn't like such a kid like voice, and he it's really fun, and you know, and I I just truly love a job where I can be a complete jackass to my coworkers, and it's just and that's who I am, and because originally the place I was at. Before I, because I transferred to this branch, just because they were short-staffed, and I enjoyed the two people I was work, working with there. Because the branch I was at, too, it's just no one really had the same humor as me. I just was not comfortable, and I just wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. The job itself I was happy with, but just people, I had to be comfortable with the people around me. So I can be myself. Yeah, I can bite my tongue to some to some extent, but if I can't be myself, I'm not gonna stay in a job where I can't, like. I how do I expect to be there for the long run if I'm not gonna be enjoying and being around in my environment? Granted that these are people that they're very nice. There's nothing wrong with them. It's just the personalities don't click. Right. And it's just uncomfortable, and you're just like, oh my god. So, and you know, actually, on the way here, uh, I stopped at Publix and. One of my coworkers happens to be parked like in the same aisle but right across from where my car is parked. And he, he's getting out, he's you know, he's smiling and I'm just like pretending I don't see him. I'm like, no, nope, fuck fuck. And I was like, Why I said, I get enough of seeing you at work. I said, Why why do you have to be here? He's like, Well, you're at the public closer to my house. He's like, Why don't you go to the public closer to your house in your neighborhood? And I said, uh, because you can suck my dick, that's why It <laughs> always goes
0: back to her penis. That's that's this kinda weird in a
1: it's invisible, but it's massive, and I would need help if it really existed.
0: It's disturbing on so many levels.
1: Hey, it's big like my ego, which is oh, huge. Jesus. Now, now,
0: in all of that, I mean, I kind of agree with her in, in that weird kind of way. But you have to have fun, yeah. You have to have fun at your job. You know, you have to be comfortable with what you do.
1: Well, that's what we did. You know, when we worked with each other, I know we're extending this podcast, but I just want to reflect, try. to, Make it quick as possible. Well. Fuck it. It's a long podcast. Fuck it. Oh, I but, don't care. Please, I do well, not care. Well, you always try to cut it off short sometimes. I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? Sometimes it's like a half an hour. Sometimes it's four minutes. Oh, I have to go get my son. Oh, gosh. Really? He's got two legs. He can walk.
0: Yeah, a silly obligation thing. But please continue. <laughs> um,
1: it's That's one of the things I do. My favorite team I ever worked with with that company we've been talking about it was actually a store in Kissimmee. And uh, that was my favorite team. But like at this store, I had fun memories with certain coworkers. But you were one that were. It's just I thrived on being a jackass when you were coming But I enjoyed we our talks too, right? And like, despite being a jackass, my end goal, as soon as it would hit like six o'clock for sure, is to make sure things were all the p's and q's were in order because I was like, I dare this mother effort to pick something out against me, and yet you would, you would find the pettiest stuff. To you, it's like, oh well, it's my job. Like, no, nope, that's. Petty to put that on the list it's <laughs> something it's, me, it's,
0: it's it's something I was taught, something I, I was trained that. to do.
1: I hate it because no one else like everyone else would like the small little things that like and they would just tell me off the list because you, they would check mark this and this stuff is recorded. And some people wouldn't check the for something else so minor. You jackass did. And like so it was kind of like a challenge that I was always trying to find something that you can sometimes there would be very minimal things. But if I had an extremely busy night, because how busy the store gets, especially on weekends, mm-hmm. and you'd still be a dick. And I'm just like, oh, my God. So it was very frustrating, but kind of like in a fun way. Because at the same time, I would, like, you would come in. I'm like, yeah, clock in. Do your walk. Let's do this. <laughs> and normally you would just let the person that walks your your place check everything. They go and do it off on their own. Then they come back to you. No, I followed him. I walked with him. I was like, what you writing down now? Uh, you yep. don't need to write that. And, you know, just... And it was fun. And, you know, I probably was a torment jacket. I probably know the fuck out of you.
0: No, surprisingly not. I'm a very zen person. Nothing really bothers me. I know, me.
1: and I hate that. You're the most zen person I, I know, and it fucking pisses me off because I tried to get under your skin so many times to it's just get around. Worked. And I hate that to where... I feel like my soul will not move on if I die unexpectedly. I mean, it won't be unexpected. I'm pretty sure someone is intending to kill me at some point. I want to blame them. I mean, there could be numerous people. And they're like, enough. Anyway, sorry. Uh, but my soul will not rest, or what's left of it, if I cannot get you roiled up at some point And I will mm-hmm. find something. I mean, I don't know. You uh, have to
0: find something within reason, of course.
1: I gotta, well, I don't want to say good Joe. I have to wait. How old is your son?
0: He's 15.
1: Shit. Well, in three years, I'll just like slap the hell out of him. Maybe they'll get a uh, rile out of you. He
0: is. He's like almost 6'2". He's a...
1: I don't care. You should see how tall <laughs> my brothers are. One of my brothers is like seven foot tall. You think I need free to slap a six foot two mother effer? Let's do this. Like, Ashley
0: Majestic, <laughs> fearless, brave, has a big penis. Fear her.
1: A big, egotistic penis. Magnum can't even make a size for that. Trash bags quiver in fear.
0: And she's not even black. Go figure. But the point of her story in a roundabout way is, once again, you have to have fun at what you do. If you don't have fun, you shouldn't be doing it. And at this point in time, I have to rediscover my fun. You know, cause if I, Because if I can't rediscover my fun at what I do, then that's one of the deciding factors to move on yep. and to find something good. Um, Four days in, have I found my fun? No. Mm -hmm. So I'm not giving up just yet. I'm waiting to see, waiting to how it plays out because I'm stubborn, you know, and I'm thinking, God damn it, I'm going to push this rock up this hill. I'm going to do it. I'm going to keep on smoking the hopium because I know it's going to turn out well. And I'm going to keep fighting until I can't fight anymore. Mm -hmm. I've been doing this crazy gig for five years. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had my breaking point, but now it's much more of a have to... Find my clarity with this particular job at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> so once I find that clarity, if it takes me to where it needs to be, then I'll keep on doing it. If not, I think it's time to rediscover what fun is at, 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 another, uh, at, at another at another another area, another another job, I guess. But that's just the way I see it, and I hope it answers a whole lot of questions out there. Like I said before, multiple times, this is just my piece. This is just my saying. This is just how I see things. But I try to be objective. I try to look look at the company's point of view versus my point of view.
2: Because
0: at the end of the day, it's their job to make money. It's my job to make money. And if we part our separate ways, they're still going to make money. And I still have to make money. So we shall see where it goes. And I hope that answers all your questions. I'm going to take a little step back. I'm going to shove the microphone over to uh, the human Big Dick over here and let her say her piece.
1: Oh, I love that name. But, you know,
0: before we close out the show, because I want to close it out prematurely and Big never Dick get mad Dick at energy. me. Big Dick energy. Oh, good lord. The, uh, the, what, we're going to call her the BDA, the Big Dick Ashley.
1: You, you do you do realize that um, I, have a, I haven't really played. I set the profile mostly for my husband because I'm more into Pokemon Go when um, I'm playing my Switch and but uh, my husband was asking me to set up the profile and you know I know the screen name is I'm a- afraid Dick Energy
0: <laughs> how am I not surprised
1: and um or something like that it's like it's worded like that but I think it's probably like a different characters in between because someone took it and you know fuck them because it ain't true it's me and um and I like to play with that because you know playing in a uh, Pokemon Go is you know you can name some of the characters and like you have a rival in this game and you get to name the rival And uh, I named him Son of a. Wow. You want to know what his last name is?
0: I'll just throw it out there. Just Son of a Bitch, maybe? Actually, no. Oh, God. Okay, what is it?
1: Cucumber. (laughs) Just so I can't people because I'm like, his name is Son of a. Son of a Bitch? No, Son of a Cucumber. (laughs) Just to throw people off.
0: See, this is why she's my (laughs) co-host. This is why... Uh Aha! This is why I can't do the show without her. This is why...
1: One closer to world Domination!
0: This this is why, if this show ever goes away, I will be heartbroken for quite a while, and I will never have another co-host, because A... It wouldn't be the same, and B, she hunt me down and kill me, so.
1: True, and uh, just just folks understand this, is that there's no alcohol influence um, with me tonight, and I do not do drugs, so, because my husband's firm against that, and uh, I really enjoy being married, so, but then again, you know, watch out, world, if he decides to be done with my shit, and I, I get to be out on the prowl, ew, go make some beautiful babies.
0: Lock your doors, hide your kids, hide your wife. she's raping everybody. You can't rape the willing. Stop. Okay. Stop it. Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying. So I was like, no, I can't do it. And then I, they look at me like, you know what? Oh, Let's good do Lord.
0: this. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, fear her dick. Just just fear it. Hey,
1: listen. Fluffy needs love,
0: too. Oh, Jesus. She named her penis. Okay. You can always reach out to Ashley <laughs> under her Instagram under Majestic Nerd Lady. Uh, please talk about her penis. Talk about it. She will love it. Talk about it.
1: It will only grow, and if, you oh, have, if you've if you watched uh, Rick and Morty, you'll understand. It will get that huge. It
0: will get that huge. And also, reach out to her also at slackingmajestically one Please entertain her and her penis. You'll make you make her feel very good about herself, because...
1: You're just making... I can make so many dirty jokes. Like, you need to stop.
0: It's just carrying on, folks. Reach out to us. Tell us what you feel. How you think about us. It's fine, because... Reach okay. out,
1: firmly grasp it, move up and down.
0: Shake it more than 3 times you're playing with it. This <laughs> dick jokes can just keep on going for another hour, folks.
1: Dick jokes never end. There's no ending to a perfectly good dick joke.
0: The money is in a dick and fart jokes. That's my mom told me.
1: True. Those so, dick jokes.
0: Any any parting words <laughs> to our uh, to the people here, you know, before we call it a night?
1: Um not really, because you know we're gonna keep dragging it, and I'm just gonna keep having more and more dirty thoughts. But you need to, to laugh. You just, definitely
0: need to laugh more. So
1: just to top it off, is uh, you know, as our usual farewell saying is, you know, don't be a dick. Uh, um, you know, unless it's mine. You because know, then you'll be fanta- fantabulous.
0: I can't even look at her now. I, I I I can't look at her now. Yes, yes, please. It would
1: blind you <laughs> and G- poke you in the eye. <laughs>
0: Podbean.com, uh, look under Walker, AC76. <laughs> <76. laughs> we are the Henry O. Podcast Experience. She's turning bright red over it, there. The it, Henry it, O. Podcast Experience and the Slacking Majestically Show. To top it off, please do not be a dick. Ba-dum. Love everyone. And uh, till next week, things will get better. Things has to get better. And good Lord, when in doubt, don't be a dick. Yeah. Say goodnight, Ashley.
1: night, bitches.